to Bunta Vista episode 282. I am Andrew and I'm here in Los Angeles in the notably unsuccessful Bunta Vista Hype House. Uh, streaming the game Tunic on Twitch and talking to his viewers about how his depression is his superpower, it's Theo. Hey Theo. Hey, how you going? How many subscribers did you lose today? Okay, so I lost three, which takes mm-hmm. me to zero. <laughs> right. So you guys aren't even following me from the from the main account. Well, I, I get the notifications on my phone, and they they're really distracting. So I'm yeah. So yeah. you can just like if you. I'm always on it. I'm always main, on your stream. Yeah, yeah. So I, I also noticed that you, you un unpublished my stream from the Bunta Vista <laughs> main one. Uh, it says here for being too depressing. Mm. Huh. Got to keep it hype. Yeah, I no, thought that's, that's what I was to work on. Yeah, mm. I mean, I'm enjoying Tunic. And I thought that that energy would be infectious, but turns out it isn't. They can't tell. <laughs> Listeners can't tell. Fair enough. Uh, adding a 14th ring light to her rig and making another video about how dissociative identity disorder is real, and she has it, and all eight of her personalities are herself but four days apart, it's Lucy. We've got to normalize it. You it's know? True. We need to normalize this and me. Normalize Lucy. Normalize Lucy. Stop not normalizing Lucy. What's the other thing for normalizing? What's the antonym? Alienating? No. Othering? Othering Lucy. Yeah. You're normal. I'm normal, and that's why I need 15 ring lights at all times. You're so normal. Hmm. Uh, Lucy, have you received any legal advice about whether or not it's a good idea to offer financial advice that you claim to have received during a live streamed seance? No. All right, and uh, that's because you have not sought out any legal advice? <laughs> I'm on my grind. Yeah, well, that's true. Um, I'm what's actually the making government meant to say to that five when figures you say... a week, and uh, all you have to do is I'll DM you and I'll say, hey, babe, would you like <laughs> to make five figures a week? And you could jump on board. It's that easy. Huh. That sounds really good. Yeah. Are we going to see any of that money here at the Hype House? No, no, that's all me because I'm... I'm doing it. I'm the girl boss. Uh, when right. you guys say I'll never make five figures a week, etc., <laughs> you know. <laughs> wow. It's a really powerful gesture that I'm sad was only captured largely by camera. <laughs> Finally, making his 137th post of the day to the cryptid wiki at cryptids.fandom.com, it's Ben. Uh, ben, how exactly is this going to bring in any money for us? Well... You know, it's not, you can't monetize it immediately, obviously, mm. but, you know, we build up a fan base, we yeah. build up that loyalty, um, and, you know, eventually that'll just, that's money on the table. Yeah. It's money It's on about the scale. Table. Yeah. There are upwards of 70 active members in the cryptid community, and, and they're mm-hmm. all ripe for monetization. I mean, they all, I don't think any of them are really financially well off. Or trusting enough to use their credit card on the internet. They do have a lot of money in bags underneath their mattress. Yeah. And if we can get that into our pockets, that's money, baby. Do you think we've missed a chance maybe to um to like do some sort of um cryptid crypto, crypto kind of scam? Odd. Crypt Cryptod. Cryptod. No. Hmm. no. Uh. Yeah, see, Sounds like a good idea, but without a without a good name, I think it's getting off the ground. Okay, lots to consider, really. Here mm. in the uh, here in the hype house that nobody ever approaches, trying to get a photo of us. 
it's kind of sad. We've taken to just sort of um, putting lawn chairs outside the gates and yeah. hanging out there all day in the hopes that someone comes by. I'm walking past the, the open blinds nude all day, every day. Mm. Yeah. Nothing. Back and forth. Back and forth, pacing. Theo just looks like the um, it looks like a nude version of the Michael Jordan cutout in Home Alone, <laughs> just going around on a track, you know. <laughs> and and you can see it if you want, but yeah. apparently, you know, nobody's nobody's beating down our door. Nobody's I into guess. those things into this these days. Hey, um, Andrew. Yeah. Do you know what else goes around on a track? <gasps> what? Trains. <laughs> <laughs> They do. No way. It's time for an edition of Trainly Speaking. We don't have a, no. a train-specific one. I could probably make one. Do yeah. a little choo-choo. This is your conductor speaking. This is your conductor. Dining car is now closed. <laughs> Sounds like you should make it. Maybe I will. They're all over it. Jeez. All you got to do is go to Google and type... Train sound effect. YouTube. <laughs> Public chunk, domain. Chunk. Creative Commons. No license. Nah, don't, don't bother with those. <laughs> <laughs> if, it's, if it's on the internet, it's free, basically. We've all understood that to be the rule for a while, right? Well, that is... Our podcast is released under, I believe, Creative Commons. So, if uh-huh. you really? just, like, reposted this onto your own feed, I don't think there's anything that we could do about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not suggesting this is a great business idea, but it is a business yeah. idea. And it's also never come up as well. No, no one's ever pirated our show and I think never becomes have, an issue. People have uploaded segments and clips, which obviously we, we have no issue with because we can't really be fucked doing it ourselves. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's like the default option when you upload something to SoundCloud. It's just like, oh, you're putting this up under Creative Commons? Yeah. Buda Vista is licensed under a Creative Commons license. So you can't monetize it, but you can re-release it if you want. Can you? Yeah. You can can put it on uh, Wikipedia then. The entire podcast? The entire podcast, Creative Commons. Hold on, what's the specifics here? Attribution, non-commercial, share alike, 3.0, unported. That is the type of license we are using. You are free to copy and redistribute the material in any medium or format. <laughs> if you wanted to make a TV show, there was an animatic of this podcast. It had to be on free to air. You can't be making money off it, but yeah, you could make an animation and draw us anywhere you like. You could draw us really tall. Yeah, you could draw us so round. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine, uh, imagine though, if they, they drew you really <laughs> tall, Lucy, really mm. big, and, but they drew Thea really Really little. little. It's just the logical way to do it, I think, if you've ever should... seen me in real life. <laughs> you never apply that bit to specific people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. But the important thing is that you have to give appropriate credit. Uh, when you are remixing, <laughs> transforming, or building upon uh, material. I think uh, you could do that by maybe um, releasing just our podcast, but you have also edited yourself in as a fifth mic. Oh, my oh, God. That'd be Holy sick. fuck. <laughs> that would be legal. That would be legal to do. You could just be like, <laughs> so true, Andrew. Oh. oh, good one. Oh, my God. That's such a good idea. I mean, not like good for any... <laughs> like, there's no use. And no one would want that, surely. But you can. And I encourage you to do so. Mm. Oh, boy. 
Speaking of trains, yep. Uh, from the Associated Press, burning German ghost trains stopped near Austria border. Yeah, good move. Probably I think. Fine. Yeah. To stop it, or yeah, well, I'm not super pro borders, but if you got to stop something at the border, <laughs> I would say a burning German ghost train. Yeah, up there. And if you have to stop a burning German ghost train, and you have to pick some arbitrary point to do it at, may as well be the Austrian border. Yeah, may as well. I don't want any German ghosts. Just thinking about all be... the German guys that have died. Yeah, yeah. a lot of them, unsavory of them, types. Very unsavory. <laughs> a lot of piss pigs in that. In that group, are we? Uh, are we picturing like I don't know about anybody else, but uh, German Ghost Train has a bit of a Scooby Doo kind of vibe to me. You think this is like the Scooby Doo Spooky Coaster? Yeah. <laughs> did it say whether the they stopped it going backwards? Flat out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Police waited until it cleared the loop de loop before bringing it to a stop. Yeah, okay, there's no loop de loop on there. Yeah, come on now. Let's not no. fuck around about the Spooky. Maybe coaster. there's swinging axes. Maybe yeah. it's a joke I mean, to it's you. Cl- it's clearly a it's a it's a minecart coaster, so it doesn't have loops. Yeah, it's just that that idiot. <sighs> the part where you go backwards, you got the Let cool me, part where you go into the vortex. Let's talk more about the Scooby Doo spooky well, coaster. Can I ask a question? Um, on any of my recent visits to Brisbane, have either of you endeavoured to take me on the Scooby Doo spooky coaster? <sighs> no, that is true. Uh, yeah, I don't well, really then, like. Who, who's rides. responsible for my lack of knowledge? About still, I don't still for you, the record. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Authorities in southern Germany say efforts to put out a fire on a train turned into a spectacular chase early Friday after the driverless diesel engine began taking <laughs> off towards Austria of its own accord. Oh. So there's a ghost driving the train. Yeah, the train yeah. itself is not a ghost of a train. It's a real train. Oh, it's not full of ghosts. There is just a ghost driving it. Yes. Okay. When I picture a spectacular chase, uh, like, say, one of the ones filmed for, for the movie Ronan, you know? Mm. Um, mm, I, I picture, like, some twists and turns, yeah. people going around corners, like, may almost losing track of the person. Spectacular chase uh, doesn't really summon, like, something bound. To- on rails, yeah. It's going <laughs> east on... Uh, National <laughs> Route 1, still yeah. east. It hasn't taken a turn yet. Uh, but we'll but know the second it does and also 20 minutes before it does. And also well. we control where the turns are because we have the track switches. Yep. Firefighters have been called to put out a train blaze. That's cool. Mm. Put out a train blaze near the village of Strass at about 3 a.m., uh, the Bavarian Red Cross said. But shortly before they arrived, the engine started moving downhill on the sloping track, picking up speed as it rolled several kilometers toward oh. the town of Freelessing. I like straight for the, the town. The, the, just put des- the park brake on. Describing the concept of hills. <laughs> Train movement. <laughs> it moved downhill of its own accord and got faster as it went. Yeah. Yeah, that'll keep happening until... Uh, Converting some mystery source of energy into kinetic energy. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest. The more detail we get about this, makes it sound less like a ghost is driving the train. Yeah, it makes it sound more like the train started rolling. Yeah, down more the hill. more like us reading mm. this story was a complete waste of 
our time and yours. Yeah, it just, it just we kind of just fell down the track. Just the headline and then moved on. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would have been Not that sort of a that show. That sounds funny. No. Oh, welcome to Bundavista. Riffed on the headline for a while. We like to establish when we're wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. And, and you on. can trim this out in your re-released Creative yeah. Commons version yeah. of this episode. What you do is you you have us saying the headline and then you go, ha, 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 ha. Hey, what's next? And then you just you can cut straight to the next yeah, story. Greatest if that's, hits. If that's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, you could also chop and screw the show. Oh my god. You could Chopped make us say uh, slopped up version. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking I'm I'm going to contact OG Ron and the Chop Stars <laughs> and say, mm-hmm. Hey, can you do Buddha Vista Chop Not Slop remix, please? <laughs> Purple <us> up. <laughs> I will pay you money. OG Ron C. <laughs> uh, a video posted online by the Freelancing Volunteer Firefighting Company showed flames and smoke pouring from the train as it swept through the town. Oh, very dramatic phrasing they're using. Yeah. Mm. Swept through the town, taking off of its own accord. It's rolling down a hill. Come on. <laughs> Threatening the lives of the local community. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even say how fast it was going. Because it's just slowly moving. I guess... I mean, they like they they've been quite liberal with the phrasing here. Uh, we we've sort of gone from started moving downhill, picking up some speed. It rolled several kilometers, uh, but then the phrasing that we get is like swept through the town with firefighters in hot pursuit. They're just running with their hose. They're hey, like, stop! Hey, stop! I can't oh. reach. <laughs> <laughs> uh. With firefighters in hot pursuit, railway officials managed to switch the, quote, ghost train, end quote. You called it that. Yeah. Onto a (laughs) sidetrack near Freelancing Station where it was stopped by a buffer before it could cross the border. The fire was extinguished and nobody was injured. All right. Nothing to report, really. Nothing yeah. to report, report. I mean, it was still a flaming train yeah. without anyone on board. It would have looked pretty cool. I bet it looked fucking dope. Three in the morning. Like, oh, what's that noise? Oh, flaming train rolling <laughs> flaming past train. the window. And yet no one in the front. Interesting. I wonder if it's a dog driving it. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. That'd be pretty funny. Oh, Europeans. Get out of here with that shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Just all of it. Everything you're doing. Get out of here. Germans, one of the most notorious types of European. Uh, and what's another kind that we simply hate to hear about? It's the Dutch. It's time for Dutch Watch. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm from Holland. Isn't that beer? This comes to us from the NL Times. City councillor will not be punished for abandoning pony at cafe. <laughs> what? Pardon? Well, as long as he's got a good reason. Uh. Let's hear him out. <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be more to this than there was to the train story. No, I think know? we've basically covered in the headline. You know what? Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving a pony on the terrace of a cafe in Den Bosch by CDA councillor Sjors Pardoil will have no effect on his position as a council member, announced CDA party of Maastriel in Gelderland in a statement on Saturday. 
However, the council member will take a quote <laughs> pause for reflection. Yeah. He's listening and learning. Uh-huh. <laughs> quote It is a matter of finding a balance between youthful recklessness and responsibility of a representative of the people, the party said. How old is this person? Hmm. Dunno, didn't look into it. Well, if we're gonna if we're gonna attribute their <laughs> recklessness with their pony. I think this is a past incident. Is my oh, like it's understanding. Come to light. Uh, yeah. And also, the Dutch lead very long lives due to their strong socialized you know healthcare they, system. So they, they just uh, like got, elves with dandruff. They have the best quality of life in the entire world, according to an article that I saw earlier today. Yeah. At what cost? Uh, being <laughs> Dutch. <laughs> I really wonder how old this guy is. It was explained in a statement that Pardol was not the initiator. Still, the party is, quote, not at all happy about the action. There was a, quote, solid conversation with the council member who the party believes could have taken responsibility. Quote, Pardol took care of the little horse in order to place it in a petting zoo with one of his friends, the statement said. The little horse. It's, it's it never very... came to this. Due to the unwise decision of the duo to first visit the hospitality industry in the city center with the horse. <laughs> what? So they got a horse. Yep. A pony. And they were like, "We, yeah, a small horse. And they said, hey, we are going to raise this horse and give it to a petting zoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But first, I got to head first, on down though, to the red lights district and get my dick sucked. Mm-hmm. Horse can stay outside. The pony was left on a terrace on Monday and had also been in a pub that day. Who's <laughs> <laughs> brought the pony to the pub? That is the fucking dream, though. Like, obviously, I'm sure there are logistical issues involved with that. Yeah. But hang Got out. Lemonade and some nuts. I was yeah. like, you stay there. Going in the pokies room. <laughs> You're not allowed in here. Everywhere else, though, fair game. Everyone thinks it's really cool when you bring a dog to the to the pub. Yeah, people you know? love that. The little horse was being petted <laughs> and fed while loud party music was playing. That's a the beautiful scene. Do you think the horse was into the music or not? Horses have a sense for rhythm. Horses notorious lovers of loud noises, right? Yeah. Yeah, they love to be startled. The, beat uh, the owner of the pub told Omrup Brabant that she immediately sent the pony outside when she noticed the animal. Get out of here! The pony was picked up by the animal ambulance that evening after it was left behind. That's some Richard Scarry shit. It sounds like she put the pony outside. And yeah, maybe the maybe this guy, just just, he got too drunk and forgot his pony. Come back the next day and it's gone. We've all been there, you know? According to the faction... Pardoel was very shocked. Quote, He regrets that he has inadvertently put local politics, the municipal council of Matrial, and especially his CDA group in the wrong light, the party said. He believes that, quote, there is something to do and that he must take responsibility. Hence the reflection period during which Pardoel will receive coaching and support. <laughs> oh, he's going to therapy to reflect and learn. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to fuck up by giving him a therapy horse? 
I reckon. Like, what are they going to coach him? Hey, remember the horse next time, or don't bring it in the first place. Mm. I'm defending it. He bought the pony to the pub for a nice time, and yeah. uh, he just forgot it. He forgot it. I think that they're just going to give him a leash. Yeah. Yeah. Just pop it on the horse. Say, hey, put this around your wrist. Just hang on to it. Set an alarm. Yeah. It's like, don't forget the pony. Hey, remember that pony you bought in here? You got to take that home. Look to your left. Look to your right. If neither of those people is a pony, you have forgotten your pony. <laughs> <laughs> Go back. Get the pony. You don't want anything bad to happen to your pony, folks. You don't want any traumas to befall it. And you certainly don't want anything fatal to happen to your pony. It's time for the return of the dreaded Ripping Report. I'm itching for another edition of the Ripping Report. That's right. It's time for everyone's favourite segment where we recount tragic freak accident deaths from the last fortnight. Here we go. Audience, audience going crazy. I love this one. A 72-year-old woman and a 77-year-old man in Elizabethtown, Kentucky, both died when strong winds toppled the sign for a Denny's, which fell onto their car and crushed it. (laughs) Crushed to death by a Denny's sign. Yeah. Now, when I first put this in the notes, uh, it was just the woman who had died, but the man succumbed to his injuries later. Oh, no. Yeah. Married. Married couple. Killed by the Denny's sign together. Oh. That's how they would have wanted to go. I hope they got their Denny's first. Oh, yeah. It'd be a real shame if they'd only just got there. Yeah. Fuck. A 30-year-old man died just south of Wichita, Kansas, uh, while traveling as the passenger in a truck when a dog stood on a rifle in the tray of the truck, causing it to fire and shoot him in the oh back. My oh, my God. <laughs> he got shot by a dog. The dog shot him, yeah. Yeah. Uh. Oh, yep. That dog knew what he was doing. I think he did. I probably wouldn't just like store a loose gun in the tray of in my tray truck with the dog. With the like, dog presumably yeah. his dog in the tray. Yeah, I believe it was his dog. It's a real trouble brewing situation. It is, yeah. And I only have one more here because I don't really want this one to drag on. A 61-year-old <laughs> butcher working at a slaughterhouse in Hong Kong died after a pig he had used a stun gun on, regained consciousness, uh, and then he was stabbed by his own meat cleaver in the ensuing struggle. Well, well. Yeah. If you're doing killing. Yeah. It would be a real shame if you were to be hoisted on it. Yeah. 40 centimeter meat cleaver is the description in the story that I read. That is a big fucking cleaver. Yeah. That's. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Pig got it back. Pig got him. Got his own. Yeah. Real, um... I wouldn't think the pig would be able to grip it, just personally. (laughs) Well, it held in his mouth, I think. Swung it around. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's a Dark Souls-ass enemy. (laughs) (laughs) Pig with a meat cleaver. Baleful cleaver pig. (laughs) (laughs) And that concludes the ripping report. 
Thanks, Ben. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still stuck on that fucking Denny's sign. It's very unfortunate. That's a real final destination, oh. final destination thing. Yeah. So is the dog with the rifle. Yeah. You just wouldn't They're expect it. They're all pretty... Well, pretty fantastic. Huh? Yeah, I don't know if I use the word fantastic. You're, you're driving your uh, your Ute or your pickup truck, as an American would say. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing you'd expecting. Uh, first thing would be to run off, be run off the road by people who want to go forty over the speed limit. That's mm. right. Yeah. yeah. Which is legal, by the way. The yeah. speed limit is sort of a suggestion. It's the floor of the speed your car can go. Twitter.com slash Ayn Randy. Check out yeah. Theo's Check out conversations with people for the last couple of days. Mainly mainly Americans. Man. Just go online and suggest that Americans should go the speed limit even in the passing lane. Yeah. They've got a passing lane. That's a fucking luxury. Mm. You try driving from, from Mackay to Rockhampton. Yeah. Oh, you boy. Hong Kong slaughterhouse. I know it smells crazy. In <laughs> oh, don't... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a slaughterhouse. Folks, it's time for another installment of the segment that Theo's definitely done a theme for and he's going to play it now. Yeah, I'm doing it. Smells that make you go, hmm. I'm just very, very busy. Finn's going through a rough time. Uh, There's a lot of tantrums going on at the moment. Yeah, he switched off the Plex server last night, so (laughs) didn't get to watch my movies. Now, that was just... Now, that's, that's just... Juvenile exploration. Yeah, yeah, but he did. Are, are you saying the rest of his behaviour is vindictive? <laughs> <laughs> he did one hundred percent. Walk up to, to the PowerPoint on the wall and went, "Well, time to turn this off." <laughs> hey, Uncle Ben, fuck you. Uh, smells that make you go. Hmm. Sent into us by listener Liam. Liam, thank you. Thank you, Liam. Thanks. Thank you, Liam. Comes from CBC via beloved Liam. Uh, revelations about abandoned fish sauce plant spark community concern at meeting in St. Mary's. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the found footage horror movie uh, that you really need smell vision for. Yeah, I think the abandoned fish sauce plant. Revelations about <laughs> I am listening. There's a joke in there about the smell of a nunnery, but... Cheyenne Hines attended school in St. Mary's on Newfoundland's Avalon Peninsula, not far from a long-shuddered fish sauce plant. There were times... (laughs) Beautiful series of words. Long-shuddered fish sauce plant. Yeah, that's the old fish sauce plant. (laughs) No one goes there anymore, but... (laughs) No one goes in, no one comes out. (laughs) When the wind turns south, (laughs) then ghosts of the past visit. That's a typical Canadian accent as well. (laughs) I wasn't really listening as to where this was. (laughs) Having a look at the piano music for the place he inserted the blade by Black Country Mirror. Jesus fucking Christ. Close whatever tabs you have that aren't this. (laughs) But don't close these ones. Yeah. (laughs) There were times that that wasn't a great combination. Quote, I'm a graduate from the school just up here, Dunn Memorial Academy, and there were days in our gym class where we could barely breathe because of the smell when we were outside, Heinz said. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Smell out of a shuttered fish sauce plant. It's a write-off, right? It's like a petrol station. It has to be rehabilitated for five years or something. 
residents have been asking for years to have rotting fish sauce in the derelict <laughs> building at the edge of St. Mary's Bay cleaned up. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sure. Fair yeah. enough. <laughs> Oh, Heinz was one of about 70 people who attended a meeting at the town hall on Friday afternoon. <laughs> that's Please. So, that's so many people for <laughs> handing out uh, handing out pegs to people coming in, <laughs> pop them on the nose. Council called the meeting in the wake of a CBC Investigate story that uncovered six-year-old Environment Canada testing results on effluent from the abandoned facility. Federal inspectors visited the site in late 2016 after receiving reports of liquid waste from the building flowing into the ocean. Yeah. A pipe was immediately sealed to stop it from entering the water. <laughs> That's the end of that. Solving the problem once and for all. Yep. When tested in a laboratory, the effluent killed all fish within 15 minutes oh. and was described as, quote, acutely lethal to fish. Jesus That's Christ. the fucking fish version of that lethal to all babies bone broth thing. <laughs> <laughs> CBC News recently obtained those Environment Canada test results through an access to information request after a wait of nearly four years. You know, you get to it when you get to it. I mean, what was the... Well, four years ago, were they like, hey, is the toxic fish sauce lethal to fish? While the Canadian government is like, we'll never tell. <laughs> Four years later, like, yes. Ah. Okay. Uh, that information cannot be re released on account of it might make us look really bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the mayor says he was not aware of those findings and neither was anyone else in the community of 309 people. 70 out of 309 yeah. people turned up to the town meeting about this. And said it's really stinky. Yeah. Hey, you know how it fucking reeks here? Are we doing anything <laughs> about that? Maybe do something no, about it. sorry. <laughs> kind of sucks to live here. Been too Canadian for several years about it. Been like, oh, it's fine. No, it's actually, it's fine. It's fine. Sorry for complaining. No, I'm sorry for it's making like you the, feel bad. It's the one time you, you like, truly understand single-issue voters. Like, hey, <laughs> should we vote against the fucking fish stink? Yeah. But now, the townspeople want the problem dealt with, once and for all. I thought that's what sealing the pipe up did. <laughs> Quote, We don't think that our small town should not be responsible for any of the cleanup. Wait. Hey. Yeah. Not be or be responsible. We don't. I mean, they want to be. Should they, not be. Yeah, I think they're saying they should be responsible. Yeah. It's a, I think, it's a um, real whoever smelt it, dealt it situation. Mm. Yeah, I think Mayor Steve Ryan is trying to pull a bit of a bit of a double negative uh, trick on the townsfolk. Yeah, it's a classic yeah. mayor's trick. Couldn't bamboozle us, though. It's an old mayor's trick. Yeah. <laughs> it's not our first time on the mayor beat. <laughs> it's not even our first time on the mayor <laughs> investigating a bad smell. Canadian <laughs> mayor powerless to stop bad smell left by disappeared business. <laughs> uh, yeah, we've shit. done this before. <laughs> <laughs> a focus at Friday's town hall was on what the Newfoundland and Labrador government could do to help. Now that's just Labrador fun to government. Mm. Come on, that's two dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. They shouldn't be in a government. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an air bud situation, a mare bud situation, <laughs> if you will. Fuck, it is like that. 
unless you're American, and then you wouldn't say that word that way. Mayor. What would you say? Mayor. Mayor. Do they? Mayor. Some of them mayor? do. Mayor. Well, I'd say mayor, but, and it'd be pretty funny. Yeah. You know? yeah. Mm. Oh, there's nothing in the town's bylaws that say a Labrador and a Newfoundland can't, can't be mayor and co-mayor. <laughs> Together, probably yeah. deputy mayor. I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think they respect each other a lot, and they want they're to. They're on together. equal footing. Yeah. <laughs> In unfortunate <laughs> news, they did investigate the shuttered fish sauce plant, and uh, sadly, they ate some of the <laughs> fetid matter there and had to be put down. I think it's a fun idea to introduce the the cute, adorable concept of dogs who are co-mayors and then immediately kill them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be darling? Well, guess what? They died. Yeah. Improv, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I think our Several. listeners require that kind of realism applied. They'd wanted to know why they weren't eating the fetid fish sauce otherwise. Yeah. yeah. Uh, several people at the meeting asked why the Premier wasn't there. On Thursday, CBC Radio Canada asked Premier Andrew Fury yes. whether the province is going to do anything to help the people of St. Mary's. Fury did not provide a concrete solution but committed to at least look for answers going forward. I'll That's so brave. It. Yeah. That's so brave. I would love to be part of developing yeah. a view to contributing to a solution to this problem no, in the future. Yeah, no solutions at this point. We're still in the brainstorming set part of this. No bad ideas. Or any ideas. Yeah. But we are <laughs> committing to having some soon. We're certainly willing to sit down with all different levels of government and agencies, Fury said, after a funding announcement for an unrelated infrastructure project in Placentia. <laughs> you live where? <laughs> Another very stinky town. <laughs> we got more important smells down in Placentia, actually. As you know, it's not straightforward. It's quite complex to seek resolution. So we're happy to work with agencies involved, other levels of government involved, and private citizens to resolve the issue for those that You're saying impacted. nothing. You didn't say anything yeah. in like I, three sentences at this point. I think it is relatively straightforward. Get a guy with a wet, dry vacuum cleaner. Mm-hmm. Clean it up. Yep. It's spend a fucking do a working bee afternoon, put on a case of beers for everyone, smash it out. A peg for every man. Send in Luigi with his ghost vacuum. If it works yeah. on ectoplasm, it works on rotting fish, fish waste. Rotting fish That's guts. right, yeah. Go in there and throw down a couple of buckets of sawdust. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I just feel like Isn't it's it? a, like we have devised ways through the power of human civilization of getting a liquid from one place to another place. We have the technology. We do. On Friday, Provincial Environment Minister Bernard Davis put the focus on the owner of the property. The company dissolved 17 years ago. Hmm. You just left it there. Quote, there's three departments in government that are working to track down this individual and to ensure this individual <laughs> is, as we've always said, polluters pay, Davis told reporters in St. John's. Good fucking luck. Yeah. So what happens if you do actually find the person whose company collapsed 17 years ago? Probably does not have say, money. Yeah. And he probably doesn't want to clean it up either. Probably not. You found this guy living under an assumed name on a beach in Thailand. He'll be like, um, 
Is a fish sauce problem in Labrador from two decades ago? <laughs> Can you just nip back on over there and suck that shit up? It's not going to happen. No. He's already thrown that phone in the ocean. Yeah. Got a new number. New life. Yeah. It's gone to it's like Tunisia. You'll never find him. He's in the yeah. dunes now. He's eat, pray, loving. <laughs> Lucy, when you think of Tunisia... This is where you think of going to eat, pray, love. I would. No, think that's I just meant a... he's eat, pray, loving in <laughs> oh, general. Right. He's going or he's traveling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I thought maybe you would confuse Tunisia for Tuscany, and you were like, "Man, that guy's having the time of his life eating pasta in he's Tunisia." He's eating pasta. <laughs> he's having some red wine. He's having some of that <laughs> Tunisian dolcetto. <laughs> You've got to try the ravioli in Tunisia. It will never be the same again. <laughs> I'm just picturing a, a very, very sweaty, confused guy going, gelato, gelato. <laughs> Fuck, it's hot. It's really hot. <laughs> I did not pack for this weather. Yeah. Where is the canal? <laughs> oh, boy. If they've got an issue that they haven't cleaned up, they have to clean it up. That's where we're going to be continuing our focus on that individual, finding that individual to fix this problem they've created. Good fucking luck. We're going into the dudes. Also, like, I get that there is probably one person at the top of the ownership chain, maybe, but it's not like this was a one-man operation. No. Like a one-man fish sauce plant. We're going to find the guy that did this. I think you might have to fix it anyway. You can't just be like, well, I can't find the guy who did it, so. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Fish Sauce has disappeared. (laughs) (laughs) The Fish Sauce Bandit is gone. (laughs) I love how they're treating this kind of like... um, uh, They've never encountered a a situation where there's the rules and then somebody's just sort of sidestepped them. Yeah. You're supposed to clean that up before you leave. This guy hasn't exhibited personal responsibility. Have you tried asking him? (laughs) He knows he's in Canada. Not yet, but that's next on the block. (laughs) Next step, saying, hey, come on now. (laughs) Please. Hey. We're just just trying to find one guy. I love that. If we can find one guy, it's all going to be better. He's the smell linchpin. Tracking this one, I assume, uh, 70-year-old guy (laughs) down. Maybe it's Environment Minister Bernard Davis. Maybe it's a we're all trying to find the guy who did this situation. Also, let's not skip past the the fact that this guy also has a dog name. (laughs) 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 We're accumulating these at a rapid pace. Bringing back this 70-year-old guy in a cop car. Pulling up out the front of the fish sauce factory. You get him off. You need to go in there. You're <laughs> yeah. not leaving until it's done. Yeah. Go, hey, we're serious. Yeah. You can't have any of our classic Canadian dessert <laughs> unless you clean up the whole thing. Back in St. Mary's, the mayor says the focus now is on securing the site and working to find a more permanent solution by enlisting the aid of other levels of government. Do you think it's dessert poutine? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably what just like Tim idea? Hortons or something. <laughs> Night pancakes. If you're a Canadian, write in and you can make up a dessert and we yeah. will probably believe you. Yeah. Make sure to uh, start your email title with sorry so we know <laughs> yeah. which ones to look at. Uh, Ryan said, quote, we want to clean up ASAP. No ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you old man. 
Is that how burn that it down. saying usually goes to your mind? I would expect someone to say no ifs, buts, or maybes. Oh, oh no, really? I no, it's ifs and or buts all the way. Is this oh, a Queensland really? thing? No, I don't think so. No, it might just be on this thing. But I mean, no, there no. might be ands in there. You might have to vacuum it and remove it. I think an and is perfectly acceptable. This is going to be a complex, mm. complex task. You've left room for him to give a maybe. <laughs> hey, are you going to clean that up? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Find some dolcetto. We need a we need, we need a much more comprehensive statement. No ifs, ands, buts, maybes, perhapses. Yeah. Mm. No perchances. Kinders. No no possibly's. No kind ofs. No um what else we got? That's it, that's all I've got. That's <laughs> none of those. <laughs> Are you tired of paying nothing for the same old superior quality free episodes of the Bunta Vista podcast? Do you want less politics and more content about diarrhea or animals gone wild? Are you tired of skipping through those hours upon hours of paid product placement for Mark Wahlberg film Shooter? Well, boy, do I have the offer of a lifetime for you. That's right, for just five US dollars a month, you too can be a premium VIP member of the Bunta Vista Patreon. That's right, just five US dollars for all of our bonus episodes. That's over 300 hours of content from the hosts you know and definitely tolerate. I'll even throw in access to our glamorous and exclusive Discord server, where bizarre arguments only happen once or twice a week at most. Head to patreon.com slash buntavista. Sign up in the next five minutes and I won't know because that's not my job, but you'll be enjoying the sweet satisfaction of supporting us, and we will love you romantically for it. That's my promise to you. Oh, boy. Oh, the abandoned fish sauce factory. I know it smells crazy in there. (laughs) You know where else it smells crazy? <laughs> Flawless. <laughs> the inside of a coffin. It's time for Coffin Watch. Uh, just for the record, I think that if the coffin smells really bad at the time of the funeral... You should be getting your money back, uh, but I would expect it to smell bad at some point in the future. Yeah. And if it smells mm-hmm. bad when you purchase the coffin before mm. anything's gone into it, bad coffin. Probably a used unless, coffin. Um, yeah. yeah. Unless you're getting a substantial discount mm. yeah. for a used coffin. If yeah. it's refurbished, they have to tell you. <laughs> if the coffin's been in a crash, they have to, <laughs> have to disclose oh, that. This coffin's been written off, so we can't <laughs> insure it. <laughs> that was hail damage to this coffin. <laughs> Uh, from W-R-E-X in Rockford, Illinois. Rex. The Rex. God, that's the first time Shepherd. that's ever happened. <laughs> Corpse recovered after stolen Rockford Funeral Homes vehicle found in Chicago. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 this one tickled you, buddy? Uh Grand Theft Auto, real. Bad yep. Boys 2, real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to see uh, see real quick. Let's see here. According to uh, a website I discovered called mm-hmm. Google Maps. Mm-hmm. So, uh, doing a cheeky 90-minute drive uh, with, with somebody's dead body in the back of the car. Maybe they didn't stolen. notice. Well, yeah, that's if you went straight there as well. If you had no other errands or tasks to complete along the way. 
And she probably did, because why just steal the car? Yeah. Like, probably stop for something to eat. Yeah. Probably. You know? Why wouldn't you? According to Rockford Police Department, the body inside a stolen van belonging to Collins and Stone Funeral Home was located in Chicago Monday evening. Oh, so they didn't find, didn't find the van. <laughs> uh, police told 13 Rex the corpse was found in the 8200 block of South Manistee. Oh, they ditched the corpse. It's too much heat. Spotted and went, whoop. Shit. Slide that bad boy out of there. Do you reckon they stopped and let it out? Or do you think they like popped open the doors while they were driving? and, and just <laughs> Let her fly. Kick it out of the back. <laughs> Pop open the back doors and then like take some enthusiastic corners. Mm. Maybe. Well, at least that way you wouldn't have to touch it. Rockford police informed the public about the missing van on Sunday, which was found in Chicago at a different location than the corpse. Oh, man. The, the amount of stuff they're not saying in this. The <laughs> level of detail they're not providing. The um the corpse and the van were, uh, how should we put this delicately, mm. uh, not together. <laughs> the Separated. corpse was found un-invanned. <laughs> Uh, Rockford Police Chief Carla Red confirmed on January 24th that the van was left running and unlocked. Don't <laughs> be doing that with where your bodies are. Lock them. Lock the doors. Take the keys out of the ignition. Mm. Yeah, only gone for a couple of minutes. It's fine. If you do that, you're saying, hey, you take this corpse. It's yours. I guess the corpse was gone by then, though. Oh. Yeah. The corpse is somewhere else. It's a, it's a it's a strange vibe to steal a van from a funeral home. Not assume uh, that there may be a corpse inside. Probably, yeah. obviously, realize it later. To drive an hour and a half away, uh, probably stopping at a drive-through at some point. Uh, then to get to Chicago, say, "Oh, wait a minute, look at this guy." Uh, slide him out of the car and then drive to your destination and simply step out of the running car and walk away. <laughs> oh. Oh. What? Sorry, this is a different have story. A, have we got an update or? This is from ABC7 Chicago. Uh, Rockford, Illinois funeral home director on probation prior to van body theft. Show records. Uh-huh. Oh. Why did uh. he leave the body in the van? I feel like you should take that out straight away, like when you get home, like yeah, like frozen like, food. Yeah, like, like groceries. You don't want to leave that in the back yeah. of the car. It's going to spoil. Brandy Collins of Collins and Stone Funeral Home is on probation for unprofessional conduct and failure to account for personal property. The van and body were both found in Chicago, but nearly a day apart. The van was stolen Saturday with a deceased man in the cargo area, police said van was found Sunday evening around 5.30pm in Chicago in the 1400 block come on, of East 87th Street near the border of Avalon Park <laughs> and Calumet Heights. Rockford police said the body that was inside, which officials said was in a bag and not a coffin, was still missing. Monday afternoon, shortly before 4.30pm, the male body was found in the 8200 block of South Manistee in the South Chicago neighborhood. It was not immediately clear if the body was still in its bag. I feel like most bodies, you can tell whether they're in a bag or not. Probably like on sight, first sight, visual cues. I mean, you might be able to if you're an expert. Yeah. What if it's a really gross body? What if it's yucky and I don't want to go close? Here? It was probably pretty yucky by now. Don't leave your corpses in the car. Take them inside. 
If you're cold, if they're cold, you're cold. <laughs> Bring them in. Don't leave corpses in a hot car. Okay. No, it's fine. You put a little sign on there, say the car is on. This guy's the aircon is music. This music. <laughs> which is a MIDI cover of clean, green sleeves. <laughs> God. I, I think it was that the van was left running and unlocked when it was stolen, not when they recovered yeah, it. Yeah, so otherwise... Oh, yeah, right. right. So this guy's they left just the gone. van running and oh, unlocked with van. the corpse inside. Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh. got to dip inside real quick. Huh. That's the worst that could happen. Yeah. Free van, but there is a cost. <laughs> <laughs> Gross old guy. Uh, this story closes out by saying, Stay with 13Rex for updates on this developing story, both on air and online, mm. and via an Australian podcast. Mm. Yeah, that's probably the best way to get updates about this. <laughs> and to be honest, it's probably the only way you will ever get another update about it, if there is another one to be had. That is true. Anyway, here in the Bunta Vista Hype House, we love to stay abreast. Of the happenings of social media. That's what young, trendy, cool mm. people Soch. like us yeah. like to do. So I call it suck med. Suck mead. Suck mead off. Suck mead off. That's right, it's time for TikTok Watch. This comes to us from the Associated Press. Two Minnesota brothers investigated in TikTok gambling scheme. Oh, no. Mm. Brothers in people crime. Online, people online love getting other people to gamble, don't they? Mm. Well, they do in America where, like, you kind of can't gamble, like, anywhere except, like, in Vegas, like, sports betting stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's real fucking weird, but they've got all sorts of weird harebrained schemes for getting around it. They don't have dogfights over there? No, no dog fights. No, well, I mean, they probably do. They probably got more dog fighting than like anywhere else. I think they recently didn't they recently like just introduce the like, apps. Sports, sports betting app. Yeah, you used to have to go to Vegas, but I think they've they've got on board. They got all the apps now. Trusia had to call a guy in Vegas named mm. Smokey and say, "Hey, Smokey, give me fifty on the Giants to win the, the good old days. the Super Bowl, baby." Is that? Were you were you doing that often? Or? I, uh, yeah, constantly. I don't even know. Are the Giants are a are they a baseball team? Did I fuck that up? No, they're a football team. Yeah, yeah football there we team. go. Verisimilitude, motherfucker. Wait, are they? The New York Giants are a football team. Oh, football team. I was there, thinking there's probably multiple Giants. I was thinking the San Francisco Giants. Ah. Yeah, are, there, are any of the ladies? New York Giants would have made more sense <sighs> with the guy going, baby. Uh, yeah. Baby. Uh, anyway, that's whatever we were talking about for you. Investigators in Minnesota are looking into allegations that two men have been running a TikTok gambling scheme in the state's casinos. Court filings this week indicate the State Alcohol and Gambling Enforcement Division, uh, the aged, the aged. Aged. That's right. Uh, is investigating allegations that Nadina Mann and his younger brother have been collecting fees for playing slots on behalf of others watching TikTok. <laughs> I mean, he's... What? It's a job. So you're playing the pokies by proxy. Are they giving you... I guess they'll explain it. Is there anything to stop you from, like, winning a winning a, a big jackpot and then going, oh, that's mine? No, no what are you going to do about it? Nothing. You're going to track me down on TikTok? <laughs> 
State law prohibits placing bets on behalf of someone else. No one has been charged so far. A search warrant affidavit alleged the Adina man used cash apps to collect an initial $5.99 subscription fee, as well as $25 for every $100 deposited for wagering. That's not a great re- that return, is, right? Yeah. He's taking mm. 25% off the top yeah. on top of a, a monthly subscription fee? Initial? I don't know what that means. The uh, house and off. this guy always win. Mm. But like this guy's got a way higher return rate than for himself than the house yeah. does. Yeah, that's right. Because like slot machines are like... 88? That's fucked up. So uh, he would then stream live as he and sometimes his brother played the slots. Court filings indicated the two have been running the operation at the Mystic Lake Casino in Prior Lake and the Treasure Island Resort and Casino just outside Red Wing. One of their sessions ended just before dawn Thursday. The Adina Man has 165,000 followers around the world. Video highlights archived on his TikTok page show wads of cash and slot machines rolling up jackpots, including a $15,000 hit in December. Minnesota Alcohol and Gambling Enforcement Division spokesperson Nicole Roddy confirmed the investigation of the Star Tribune, saying the agency has never encountered such a case until now. Like kids these days, you know? Don't know how old these brothers are. I'm imagining they are 12. Yeah, I'm imagining they're young guys. But is being on your grind illegal? Is that a crime? Is that a crime? Does a grind set a crime? Mm. Yes. (laughs) That's that's my answer. (laughs) I'm still quite confused about how this works. Uh, Because there's not a lot of detail in this. Like They're not really specifying whether they are actually giving the money back. I'm assuming the idea is that they pay you if your thing hits. Yeah, I guess. But it doesn't. But they're taking all these twenty-five dollar fees. But how much? It's wild that anyone would actually pay for this and sign up for this. Yeah, you right. You could just go. Oh, I guess Americans don't have slots everywhere. Oh, you got to go to like casinos on reservations and stuff. Will often have them. Yeah. Or you got to go to Vegas. Just, you do here in Australia, uh, you can just go to any pub and yeah. lose all your money. Go to any beautiful. It's a great system. Wonderful heritage pub. It's been gutted by Coles and Woolworths and ALH, and then they've just yeah. got a massive. And then half of the it back. is just a room full of pokies. Yeah, and then no rules apply inside the pokie zone. Everywhere else, they have to stop serving drinks after ten p.m. But the pokies, it's like, oh, you want to start at six a.m.? You want to finish at four a.m.? Mm. Who gives a shit? Horrible. Blow up the pokies. That's Truly awful. Quote <laughs> from me. <laughs> Blow up the bloody pokies. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're under 30, you might well have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Officials with the American Gaming Association, the AGA, which represents sports books and casinos nationwide, says they too haven't heard of such a case until, a case until now. The association's vice president for government relations, Alex Costello, said the alleged scheme violates casinos' anti-money laundering protocols. Yeah, I would uh, I would definitely like a bit more detail on that one from the perspective of uh yeah, what happened like you you give the guy $25 to put $100 in a slot machine. No, I think you give him 100 and he takes 25. Right? Put 75 in the yeah. But then if yeah. you win, he or, gives you your winnings. Or do you give him 125 and he puts 100 yeah, in yeah, the that's, machine? Yeah, that's, that's where I, what I'm taking it as. Oh, uh, right. $25 for every $100 deposited for wagering. Um, and then what if, you, if, if he hits, he like takes it out and 
cash apps you the winnings back? Like, yeah. surely you're not getting 100% of the winnings. He's going to just send you 15 grand. You just trust this guy on TikTok. He's going to send you your winnings. Yeah, as though you're not just going to be like, wow, you are now blocked. This is <laughs> one of those scams where if you're doing this, it's your fault if you lose money. This is on you. Yeah, this guy's yeah, found the uh, the perfect legal loophole for it. This is from Poker News Daily. <laughs> the uh, the suspect briefly spoke to the Star Tribune, uh, simply saying that he only gambles with his own money. Someone from Las Vegas who contacted state officials two weeks ago, though, begged to differ, saying that the suspect quote takes a cut of the money paid to him by his followers, which he refers to as a deposit or a donation. Uh huh. He's got yeah. you there. He's got you there. Another person who tipped off aged stopped her 16-year-old son from sending money to the suspect. The state agent who filed the affidavit said she watched the TikTok streams and saw the streamer, quote, conduct the same illegal gambling activity that the person from Las Vegas described to officials. It was apparent that he was placing bets for his followers during his live stream, the agent wrote. He would verbally ask players by name which slot machines they wanted him to play for them. Christ hey, that, could, just, I, that could be anyone that I'm talking <laughs> Just develop a fucking unhealthy addiction to those, like, the pay-to-play pokies apps for your phone. The yeah, slot you machines can get apps. apps that do that, right? But the ones that don't pay out any money but do require money for spins. Yeah, you pay to spin yeah. and you, you don't fuck. win any money. <laughs> so terrible. Just get a sports bet account, you know? <laughs> just put a couple of... <laughs> Check out a multi. It's down on the eels, yeah. <laughs> Complicated multi on the eels. You don't mm-hmm. need to play your fucking fake slot yeah. machines. Put on you a 13-leg multi. You want to drive down to Boundary Road. Doesn't matter which one. Uh, <laughs> park park where the lights are low. Uh, you're going to want to take cash. Cash only down there. Put it all on Put Shredder. All on Shredder. <laughs> Folks, I do believe that technically and legally... This constitutes one episode of the podcast Monta Vista uh, as distributed under a Creative Commons license. Yes. That's right. Mm. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming on this crazy ride with us. <laughs> and it is a ride, isn't it? Life is a highway when you think about it. It is. It is. Yeah, I'm in the passing lane going to speed. Oh, that's it. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All over the world, they stay chopped up, not slopped up. Chop stars. DJ Candlestick.